Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Look at us on time, Sports Bros. How about that? Yeah, we're uh, we're cruising. Boy, that never happens. I can derail us, though. I give uh, Buck all the credit. Buck's a steady and oh, influence. That, that you happen to overhear me say break at one point in time. Yeah. Normally, I didn't even hear him say break. Do you? My favorite is when I don't hear him in my headphones, but I hear him just because the two doors are open. <laughs> so I just hear him like in the background. It's my favorite part about our closet setup here. Half the time, I yeah. can't hear the producer in our ears, but I can hear him just I feel like out and about. Buck, if you want to get us to break, just yell it. You don't even have to say it into our headsets. I think we'll, that's what swag does. We'll he just sits back. there and goes, go break! <laughs> Well, we've got a big show uh, the rest of the way. It is big, I promise you. That's what she said. Uh, Set your college football DVR. Uh, Coming up next, Joey Harrington has bourbon news. We'll ask him about Bo Nick's comments. (laughs) I like that this is causing a bit of a stir in Georgia. The Georgia fans just wanted him to bow down and be like, yeah, we'd get our ass kicked even worse this time. Yeah, Bo Nix. I saw him. He was on ESPN last night, yeah. and he's been making the rounds. He's been making the rounds. It's becoming a bit of a national story, like he a said, redemption. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, everybody knows that uh, if we play, and I'm paraphrasing, yeah. if we play Georgia again, it would be a different story. <laughs> yeah, here's the quote. He says, now, if we played them again tomorrow, the game would be completely different, and everybody knows that. Well, <laughs> and then mean, they went on to, he went on to say, oh, yeah, we'd win, you know. They did lose 49-3, to but what do you want him to say? Well, you remember um, when um, Kirby Smart, after the game, he yeah. was like, you know, Dan Lanning, he knows, you know. he knows we got better players down, down here, man. <laughs> not, ac- not according to Bo. Well, not anymore, no, apparently. Not anymore. Suddenly, the Ducks have just as good of players. Well, but you like, again, you're a competitor. I've never seen a competitor that, that has said anything different. It's the universal, yeah, we well, got our ass kicked, but... We had if we played one more time, then they kick your ass again. Well, you know what? The third time's the charm. You know what? Four that fourth one. You know it's well. Look, it, it, they are a much better. I was team. gonna say it they would be different. Much better would team. it not? Like it's not gonna be forty nine to three again. I certainly wouldn't think so. Maybe it'll be fifty two to three. <laughs> look, I'm the dumbass. I thought Oregon was gonna be in that game, and they got blown out. So what do I know? But yes, I think if Oregon played Georgia again, and you gave me the was it a fourteen point spread? I'd gladly take the 14. I think Oregon is a much better team, and vice versa. Not better team than Georgia. Not just better than, better than week one, Oregon. Yes, light years better. And I honestly, and I don't know if it's boredom or whatever, I have watched Georgia play a couple times, and I haven't been overly impressed. But when they played Oregon, they looked, yeah. they looked like... Like the, the absolute, you know, the the national champs. Yeah, so you wonder if maybe they're in a little bit of that cruise control. Wake, wake me when we get to the, well, the SEC. Of course, they're coming off a champion. They just won the title. Yeah, they play a big opponent non-conference to start the year, and they kick the crap out of them. Yeah, of course they're gonna. You know, I mean, this next. I don't know. Have they played anybody good since then? Who's I the th- best team they've played since Oregon? They got Tennessee, I think, next week. No, but I mean, who have who they have played they so played? far? 
Well, Missouri damn near got them. And they're not any good. No. So, I of don't, course, I don't they were going to. I don't think they've played a, a, a big-time opponent. I just feel like a letdown from them was, was you know, that when you're when you're a team like, this is what uh, Nick Saban has to guard against every single year. Yep, he talks about it. Yeah, he talks about it openly. He's, like, trying to get these guys motivated for every game. That's, like, his, that's the hardest part for him because they're so good and they – you know, they just get up for one or two games a year. They so, haven't they haven't played another ranked team. Yeah, Georgia uh, beat Oregon, Samford, South Carolina, Kent State, Missouri, Auburn, and Vanderbilt. Yeah. So maybe Auburn. Did, what was the Auburn score? 42-10. Auburn sucks. Well, I know, but it's still a rivalry, still a rivalry for game. them. Now you got Florida. Uh, the big one is they got Florida this week, and then they're at Tennessee Number three, Tennessee, the week after that. That's no, they're the home one. against Tennessee. Oh, they're yeah, home that against Tennessee? That, that one's in Athens. Okay, in Athens, and then Mississippi State, Kentucky, Georgia Tech, SEC title game. So there is some tests still to come, but the Tennessee one is certainly the one that everyone has circled because that should be one versus three. So we'll talk to Joey about that. He'll be coming on at uh, 5.30 right now. Right now. Oh, in the club, by the way, the uh, Rolling Stone list of the top 100 scariest movies of all time is out. Oh, that's kind of fun. I think it is fun. I like a good scary movie. Because, you know, it's Halloween. So well, we have to talk about scary movies. Yeah. The rest of the year is like whatever. But Halloween. Yeah, you got to put it out to relevant times. I'm a hocus pocus man myself. Scared the living hell out of me. Uh, right now, the hot five at five. Oh! Hot topics. Hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Well, you know things are getting wild when Liberty is paying its football coach $5 million a year. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Liberty. But <laughs> Hugh, Why? Uh, they beat BYU like 41 to 10. <laughs> oh, did they really? Yeah, they just. Remember that BYU-Oregon win that everyone thought was a good win? Dude, BYU sucks. Can I'm we... on the coops tonight. <laughs> Can we please? Wait, who they playing? East Carolina. East Carolina. The Pirates. <laughs> Does Buckley have a gambling problem? I think it's possible. Ooh. Where do you bet college? Bovada. Oh, Bovada. Okay. Offshore. Um, can we use this? as a lesson finally after 17 years to stop <laughs> making definitive statements about teams early in the season. Yeah, it's, Can we stop doing that? No, we can't, but you, we probably I mean, should. I mean, I try not to do that, but Jesus. Yeah. Here we use on a, uh, on a little bit of a slide right now. Hugh Freeze of Liberty gets an eight-year, $40 million extension. $5 million a year. Wow. $5 million a year to coach at Liberty where you have basically no expectations. <laughs> That's crazy. But he's a good coach. Let me make it Number Oregon. four. You know? Yeah, that's a good question. Dan I don't Lanning, uh, Five his, and a half? His deal was, uh, it's about, uh, it's a little six. less than five, because he was a 29, a little over 29 million for six years. I just want you to realize that. So the coach at Liberty makes more than Dan Lanning? Yes. Damn, dude. Something tells me an extension is in Dan Lanning's future. Yeah. His, After this. His, his agent is calling right now. And Actually, like, it's <laughs> probably on his desk right now, the way these coaches are getting paid. Just so you know, Hugh Freeze is getting this. Oregon women's basketball star Sedona Prince tears a ligament in her elbow. Uh, required uh, season-ending surgery, so um, she is not going to play. She's now exhausting her NCAA eligibility, and she's turning pro. Oh, she shut it down. All right, well, she uh, what did she did she, did she start the uh, the whole equal? Yes, she did. Facilities. Yeah, I was gonna. I was like, I thought that it was, was her. it was essentially her TikTok that yes. went viral that then set off the whole these. Tournaments aren't the same. And I, remember, not TikTok. I remember it was one of the Oregon basketball players, and I wasn't certain if it was her or not. Yeah, her legacy kind of about that. She was her career yeah. was kind of mired in injury. Yeah, but that was a huge deal, and, and it made a seismic shift. Let me show you, man. Just one one gal in a in a TikTok, and it it changed changed the way the NCAA does business. Rockets Blazers tonight at Moda Center. Portland four and one. Houston one and four. But no Damian Lillard. Chauncey Billups said uh, prior to tonight's game that uh, Shaden Sharp, the rookie, will get the start in Lillard's place. How about that? You know, there was some talk at the you know in the preseason, like, do they find minutes for the kid? And boy, they're just throwing him into the deep end. And oh, yeah. so far, well, he can handle it. He's, he's been impressive. Nice player. By the way, Portland uh, minus four. You like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about Houston. <laughs> they're bad. 
They're one and four. I don't without Lillard. Uh, I don't know about that. Are you betting on that? Yeah, I kind of. Blazers. Portland at home, coming off that bad loss against Miami. I kind of. Right. I, I think I need to see what life without Lillard looks like yeah. first. I'm with you. They look bad. They were turning it over right and left. They just turned it over again. The game hasn't even started. <laughs> it was not pretty. But I think there's a big difference between Houston and. Uh, in Miami. The NBA now pursuing an upper salary limit in CBA talks with the Players Association. Um, it is meeting significant resistance, but with the Clippers and the Warriors and the Nets all running up hefty bills in attempt to win titles, the NBA wants a hard cap that would replace the luxury tax. Well, you look at it, uh, Golden State, who was it that said, was it, who said that you had to beat Golden State's checkbook? Who was it that made that comment last year? I don't remember. But Windhorst? Was it, was, yeah, it might have been Windhorst. But Golden State's looking at between uh, payroll and and the tax, they're looking at, at half a billion dollars. 500 million bucks they're shelling out for that. So, you know, there are certainly teams that are saying, screw it, man. <laughs> we're, we're going all in. Did you forget about the World Series? I, it kind of just snuck up on us. And I thought that layoff was going to be bad for it and it's not getting a lot of press. Yeah, it's starting. It has begun. Yes. Top of the first in Houston, 0 0. Uh, what do you got? Verlander Nola, right? Verlander Nola. I said this before the start of the World Series. I believe this will be the lowest rated World Series in 15 years. By middle of this thing, we'll start talking about the ratings, and someone will be like, oh, they're terrible. And, think so? you know, death of baseball. Yeah, I, I think this has no juice. Do you, I mean, I, I, do you know anyone? Uh, like this thing is just—I feel like this is absolutely quiet on the uh, on the Western Front. I think it could be a worse matchup, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge that. I just—I I don't see a lot of talk about it on social media. I haven't been seeing a lot of it, like even on ESPN. I just feel like it's just kind of hiding in the background. And number one, Tom Brady has confirmed his divorce from Giselle. Uh, she's single, guys. Married for 13 years. Brady now the most sacked quarterback in NFL history. He was taken down for the 555th time last night. And he's lost three in a row for the first time in 20 years. They don't look right. I mean, they just, and I know they play in that crappy division so they can right the ship, but their inability to run the ball, Brady doesn't look good, injury problems, and right now they can't stop a nosebleed in that run game. I don't even know why Baltimore attempted to come out and throw the ball on him. The moment they went to the run game, the Bucks just withered and died. Some other injury news from last night. Shaq Barrett uh, tore his Achilles. He's done for the year for the uh, for uh, Tampa. The Ravens lost Gus Edwards, Rashawn Bateman, and Mark Andrews all during the game. They were questionable for the game. They all played, and they all left the game early. But after the game, Jim Harbaugh said, or uh, John Harbaugh said, they're all okay. Yeah. So and I guess there was nothing saying, major on any of the three. Yeah, and it's I guess you know their addition was going to be the Deshaun uh, Jackson thing, and. Sounds like they're not really in the market to make any upgrades, which surprised me a little bit. I would think that whether you're talking about a pass rusher or another back or a receiver, but it kind of sounds at least right now that Baltimore's just staying put and say, let's just wait and get healthy. Cardinals running back James Conner is out this week against Minnesota. Debo Samuel will not play for the Niners. Neither will Eric Armstead. Receivers DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, both questionable for our Seahawks. Kind of making me that uh, the Debo one in San Francisco. I got a little chunk going on uh, the Niners. I'm starting, well, I'm starting to waffle on that a little bit. A couple of other bro- – who's the linebacker? Um, I forget his name. I. What's his nuts? Oh, what's his nuts? For the Niners? Yeah. Well, uh, he's not playing. Fred Warner? No. Uh, the guy – he's hurt, I think. Anyway, I'll, I'll look it up. But they've got four or five guys that were – trending towards playing that aren't yeah Debo Eric Armstead scares me a little bit uh forget the linebacker's name and a couple of other bros so uh let's touch a college football DVR coming up next on the fan call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, the Niners injury, injury report, by the way, uh, the linebacker whose name I couldn't think of was Dre Greenlaw. He is out. Kyle Juszczyk is out. Debo Samuel and Eric Armstead are out. Uh, Jason Verrett, uh, the corner, and wide receiver Juwan Jennings are questionable. I believe I might be pulling back on that. Uh, that will not. That, that may end up being a one-unit play or a not a not a going to play. Well, how do you think I feel? I, I take Utah, and I didn't bet any real money on it. I don't, I don't bet on college unless I get to one of the yeah. uh, tribal casinos. Uh, by the way, I'm going to, um, real quick, I'm, I'm going up to, uh, I think, on Sunday, I'm going to get up to a and A to check out their sports book. Yeah, give me a report on yeah, that. Yeah, I will. I'll report back next week. See if it'd be, is it worthwhile to go up there? Because I've always think if you're in Vegas, it's a fun way to kill an afternoon. Yes. Is to just kind of sit down there and live bet stuff. I think I'm going to go check it out. But um, what was I telling you? Oh, I, 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 I throw a pick out for Utah. I feel good about it. They're yeah. going to beat Washington State. And you turn on the damn game, and their effing quarterback doesn't even start. Nobody knew that. And you end up losing by, what, three or Lost. something? Lost, yeah, a late field goal. <laughs> they would at least maybe pushed, but they still almost covered. But, yeah. God, with Cam Rising, I have to think that they, they cover that. But yeah, That Niner report, I think I'm going to back away from that one against the, uh, the Rams good. and just turn that into a no-touchy. Uh, Big-time rivalries this week um, in college football. Well, East Carolina, BYU right now? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Well, you've got uh, – well, we'll go through them here. We'll just start – we'll go chronologically. 9 a.m. tomorrow. A couple good games. You've got Notre Dame at Syracuse, mm-hmm. and, and that's on ABC. And then you have Ohio State, Penn State. Who would have thought that the ranked team in that, by the way, would be Syracuse? Fox. Uh, yeah. I, I've seen Syracuse play a couple times this year, and I, I like Syracuse. I don't think they have – you know, it was just a depth thing against Clemson, but their defense is, is good. And Notre Dame is not good. So I, I like Syracuse in that game. The Penn State-Ohio State game, I know that we keep saying that we're like, oh, Ohio State has to play someone eventually. I really don't think that they do. Penn State had that thing going when they played Michigan. That was that top 10 matchup. And that's really the only time that anyone uh, good has come up on their schedule. Michigan beat them 41-17. I mean, outside of that, like their best win is probably over Auburn. And we know Auburn sucks. So I kind of feel like this is uh, – Ohio State should just beat the brakes off of them. Penn State is not good, and Ohio State's offense is freaking ridiculous. Well, keep an eye on it. That's one of those it's like, you're right, it's, if it's a blowout, it's like, all right, I'm going to go to something else. Yeah. But that thing starts to linger into yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's your game of the day right there. I just keep waiting. Like, I just want to see Ohio State tested by someone because it while their offense looks to be great – I cannot get that awful feeling out of that week one against Notre Dame. That ugly ass ended up being like 20 to 10. And I just, I've seen Notre Dame play enough and it just, it baffles me. So I don't know if that's just early season and kind of like the Oregon thing and Ohio State has just gotten better, but they just haven't been tested by anyone. And I keep waiting, but I honestly think you're probably going to have to get until the end of the year, Michigan. They're just athletically. Penn State, Northwestern, Indiana, yeah. Maryland. There's just no one to test them. Yeah, but we always say that, and then November rolls around and games get yeah. wild in the league. So that'll be tomorrow uh, on Fox 12:30 CBS, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Yeah, Florida, Georgia. Remember when that was good? Because Florida was good. Um, I guess there's some uh, controversy surrounding that game now. Kirby Smart's bitching up a storm because. Based on, I think it's like based on who, it's a neutral site game, but yeah. one team loses a home game, and that, that team gets to host recruits and the other team doesn't. Oh. And I think that pissed Kirby Smart off to the point where he's now lobbying to get that thing back on campus. Okay. Well, I mean, it's so iconic there when you think about it, you know being played in Jacksonville, but most hots in, in a 
That that game, according to my sources, is the most hot in a smaller. What am I trying to say? It's the most hot in the most confined space. The hots per capita is through the roof. There you go. Hots per capita. Anywhere in the world. (laughs) Condensed. That game. Condensed hots. And we want to do away with that because of some recruiting? Why can't they just let both sides recruit to it? Doesn't that seem like just a simple solution to that? I don't know. He says, typically both schools... He says, the rivalry game is an important tradition. Typically, both schools begin conversations regarding future games in the series as the last contracted game nears. We anticipate following that timeline. Oh, this is the AD. He's talking about... They, they are talking about maybe moving it back to yeah. um, campuses. Well, I mean, look, both have great environments, but I think it's kind of cool that you've got one of these that's played at a neutral site like that. You know, it's not like it's a, it's a large drive for either one. Yeah, you got Oklahoma, Texas does yeah. that. It's kind of cool that this you game. have that. There's aren't there aren't many of them though. No, I think Oregon should play a game in Vegas every year. Yeah, that would be fun. You know, if you but had you don't want to give up. A, I mean, it's hard to give up a home game at Austin, but they'll just Army. keep making the Pac-12 title game, right? Well, there's that, but I just mean I just think it'd be awesome to just count on a game being yeah. down there. Yeah, and the, the Vegas make one it is, there. You kind of own it as your as, yeah, you as know, your, as your home away from home. Well, yeah, you make it the same as like the Big 12 does with Jerry World or or like exactly. they do with Atlanta in exactly. uh, the SEC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Army Navy does that. They don't play that at uh, at any of the academies. They move it around. Uh, they've been playing it at uh, Lincoln Financial, and they're going to New York. And I think they're going to bounce that thing around a couple different places now. It's not just going to be in those two locations. Yeah, Smart says we're allowed to use tickets, but we can't host recruits. We can't do anything. So I never understood. I've never understood uh, what would we do with them. We can't legally see them. We can't talk to them. We can't host them or visit them. We can say there's a ticket at the gate. Enjoy the game. So that's really all we can do. We'll do that. We'll have some kids go to the game. You have the number one recruiting class in the country, Kirby. Shut up. <laughs> he says, I enjoyed playing there as a player. I enjoy the tradition. I enjoy all those things, but F that game. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Um, so that game, Florida-Georgia, uh, could be close. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Florida. 12-30. Florida beat Utah. They gave Tennessee a run for their money. You know, they Florida isn't terrible, um, but in their, their biggest games, they've come up short. Lost to Kentucky, lost to Tennessee, and lost to LSU. So it's it's not like they're losing to bums, but you know it's it's not a good year in Florida when you've lost three games at this point in the season. Twelve thirty FS one, uh, your Ducks take on Cal. Yeah, that's a keep an eye. You know, I don't. I honestly don't think that that's that should be too much of a challenge. Oregon should be able to overwhelm them. They really should. So hopefully by halftime you've got uh, some backups in and you're keeping everyone healthy. Will they cover seventeen and a half? I'd either take Oregon and lay the points, or I'm not touching. Interesting. We'll talk more to uh, more about that game with Joey Harrington um, coming up next. Oklahoma State, K State, 12:30 on Fox. If you're looking for other 12:30 games, uh, also Illinois, they're ranked. Illinois, Brett Bielema. Illinois, by the way, they're going to play in the Big Ten title game. They are playing at Nebraska tomorrow at 12:30 on ABC. And he's done a really nice job there. Like people yeah, kind of he for- has. people kind of forget that that Bielema's not a bad coach. I think he kind of got lost in the wash there. Remember when he went down to went well, down to Arkansas, Arkansas and yeah. it was like, yeah. That one didn't work out, but he was good at Wisconsin. But you know, he's got his boys uh 6 and 1 right now in the conference. So barring any sort of, you know, colossal f up, the second place in that is Purdue and then Nebraska. That's the second and third place team in, in the West. So if a conf- if a league needs to do away with with the divisions, it's that. You got Michigan, Ohio State, and one of those isn't going to play in the Big Ten title game. And their big game here for uh, Illinois coming up is at the end of the year they get Michigan, and that's at Michigan. I guess the their uh, defensive coordinator, young defensive coordinator, is one of the hot shot. Um, yeah, next coaches next in line, like Kenny Dillingham. Yeah. Uh, USC Arizona four o'clock Pac twelve Network. Are we buying Lincoln Riley when he says that that linebacker Nomura played three plays with the bone sticking out of his finger? Yeah, I don't know. And made two tackles. It's, I mean, it's a finger. I mean, you you could probably do it, but you know, I don't know how That's much what he's claiming. How much of that is exaggerated? But if so, it's kind of a cool story, kind of a Ronnie Lott esque thing. Well, I won't be watching that. I can tell you. I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, I will be watching this one, though. I think this is an interesting game. Four o'clock on ESPN, Kentucky at Tennessee. Yeah, Kentucky's really beat up. But, you know, if you want to talk about a look-ahead game, 
Tennessee, you know, Tennessee coming off the big, uh, you know, emotional win, beat Alabama. And then their next one that they're looking at, obviously, is at Georgia. And there's a little old Kentucky. And again, their quarterbacks beat up. They got some receivers beat up. But those guys are going to gut it out. And Kentucky is a good football team. You know, their their two losses this year, uh, they had a narrow one against Ole Miss and South Carolina. I think, again, they were all beat up in that game. So if you want to talk about the proverbial trap game, I'd give you that one. I mean, you got a guy there in Kentucky, a quarterback in Levis, who some people think is a top five uh, draft pick. Keep an eye on that. 430 ABC, Michigan State, Michigan, another rivalry game. Yeah, Some Mich- pretty good rivalry games this week. Except Michigan State is just so bad. And Stanford, UCLA, 730 ESPN. That is setting your college football DVR served by Laurelwood Brewing Company, bringing great food and award-winning beer to Portland and beyond for 21 years. Check out their daily happy hour. Also, while you're there, throw some axes with Celtic Axe. All right, more on Oregon Cal with Joey Harrington. Could this be a uh, letdown game for the Ducks? Also, his uh, when his thoughts on Bo Nix comments about Georgia. And um, he's got bourbon news. So stick well, around for that's bourbon. That's always news. the best kind of news. We love bourbon here. So that'll be next. Um, but first, Buck with SportsCenter. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. Football Fridays, our weekly visit with Joey Harrington. And Mr. Harrington, I have one word. Bourbon. Isn't that a beautiful word? It's a gorgeous word. It rolls off the tongue. It flows. It's a tasty word. It flows like the salmon of Capistrano. (laughs) Where the beer flows like wine and the women instinctively flock. Wait, sorry, what? What was that? <laughs> I heard uh, good things. You you uh, you gave us a little sneak peek there. The bourbon is in. Uh, tell people what's going on. We we are in. We are official. We've you know I've I've kind of we had a couple conversations in the last few weeks about like potential steps. We are official with OLCC. We have our Department of Justice license, and we now have a raffle that will be going live on November 6th as a fundraiser for uh, the Harrington Family Foundation and our community leadership scholars. Uh, We find young leaders from all around the state of Oregon and, and give them college scholarships based on community leadership and financial need and and connect them with mentors. And we help fund that through our fundraising efforts. And then we have a new fundraiser that is launching. Um, We are going to be raffling off a bottle of uh, Pappy Van Winkle, 23 year old um, bourbon, as well as four bottles of a single barrel of Buffalo Trace bourbon, which I got to go out to the Buffalo Trace distillery and select this April. And as of yesterday, it is in our possession. It is in the state of Oregon, and it has been um, officially poured into a glass at the Harrington residence. So I know it exists. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. We're going to be, you know, you, you can't find a bottle of Pappy anywhere. And to be able to have a, you know, truly like our own single barrel that I got to go out and, and, and choose is such a, um, 
such a rarity and such a, a special thing for for Buffalo Trace to to donate to us. And we're going to sell. The plan is to sell. And like I said, we're going to go live on November sixth and draw on the twenty first. So you know, a nice little Thanksgiving um, treat for somebody. But it's going to be those five bottles, the Pappy 23, and four bottles of the single barrel. And we're going to sell, the plan is to sell 1,500 raffle tickets, $100 a piece, uh, with the funds going to our scholarship program. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for a whole bunch of reasons. We got a, we got a kickoff little launch party coming up. We got all, we got all sorts of fun things happening. Very, very cool. And let me just say for the record again, alcohol, is there anything it can't do? No, it always shows us the way. <laughs> If movies have taught me anything in time of crisis, look for the guy that's liquored up. He'll point you in the right direction. And in this case, that direction is raising money for a wonderful cause. And please drink, please drink responsibly, right? That's, that's how you follow all of the, uh, yeah, the alcohol yeah. commercials. Sure. Yeah, unless, I, I guess. unless I'm in my living room and then, you know, I can do whatever I want. So you're selling <laughs> 1,500 tickets. Is that, is that capped or is that just what you're hoping to get? That is, we're, we're going to cap it at, at 1500 And you know what? We've, I'm going to be honest. Like We're kind of taking a little bit of a flyer here. We're, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm trying to test the market and see how we can, in year one, kind of raise a little bit of awareness, kind of build a foundation for what I'm hoping. I mean, let's cross, you know, fingers crossed, it can turn into a multi-year thing. Um, but, yeah, we also don't want it, if it does blow up, to um, to have it be this, you know, one in two million odds that you're actually going to get this. Yeah. You know, this is it's a it's a unicorn bottle of bourbon that if if people are you know have tried to you know I would say if people know anything about about bourbon you, you simply can't yeah. find a bottle of Pappy Twenty Three. Um, you, you can't find a bottle of Pappy anywhere. You know, you you have to enter the the, the OLCC raffles and and we have a bottle that we we'd like to use in conjunction with our, our Buffalo Trace single barrel, which in and of itself is, is a truly unique, um, unique bottle and, and use that as the prize for, um, you know, for everybody who wants to, I mean, let, let's go ahead and, and if you want to buy a raffle ticket to support the students, fantastic. If you want to buy a raffle ticket because you want that bourbon, then that's cool too. Either way, you know, it, it's all going to the right place. Both. Now I just did some calculations on my iCal or, iPhone calculator, and uh, I, it, you, you, if you buy a one hundred dollar, if you buy just one one hundred dollar raffle ticket, you have a one in three hundred chance of getting a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, which is pretty good for okay. something like this. Yeah. So where do where do people go to? So I know it doesn't launch until the sixth, which is uh, next Sunday, a week from this Sunday. Where do people watch right. for the? For the uh, to buy the tickets. Well, it, it will it will be on our website, the Harrington Family Foundation org. I'll also, you know, because uh, as we established last week, I am a um, what's the word? The Twitter, oh, the social you're media a... influencer. Oh, influencer. Yes. I was going to say troll. Yes, but, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, no, I'm I'm a social media influencer, so I'll put it out on on Twitter. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the, and that's why I'm you know let's be honest. I mean you've you've used me for you know my my stories about playing Madden with in uh, sync, and now I'm going to use you for a little bit of um, you know yeah. marketing hey. uh, on the side. So you know that's that's Anytime. they can find out through you too. Hell yeah, bro! Let's you know? go. We'll help you out. Yeah, I, I love this. I think it's go. great what you do with your foundation. You do a great job in the community. You always have. And uh, this is another cool and unique way of, of uh, giving back. I think it's great. And it makes me, who gives nothing back to the community ever at large, I mean, it's kind of just a principle of mine, I can kind of piggyback off something you're doing, and I really don't have to do anything, and then therefore I get like like some stray yeah. credit off the side, and then that makes me feel yeah. better about my you know lack of, uh, my lack of giving. If you can help publicize the person who is doing the, the, the community work, then... It's like, um, how, how do I, what, what kind of comparison? Is it like being part of the posse? Is it like being yeah. part of the crew? Let's say I'm part you of know? the, I'm the funky bunch. Look, I'm not Marky yeah. Mark. I'm not going to be Marky Mark. But you know what? I'm in the background yelling, you know, you know whatever. I'm, I'm like a hype man, something like that. There you go. The hype man. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I let you do the legwork and, you know, then I take the credit. By the way, one of those, Souk just looked it up on his phone. He showed me <laughs> one of those bottles. Like, I mean, it, the... Like you said, you can't get the Pappy, uh, the 23-year, or whatever it is. Yeah, the 23-year. Right? Yeah, there's a 23, and, and if you want, like the starting price is, is around 5500 bucks 
For one bottle. For one bottle of Pappy 23. And then there's some different Pappy 23, depending on, uh, you know, exactly what you're looking at. But $35,000. So, yes, a Pappy. That's a little little different there. (laughs) I just was laughing. Like, the, the, the. Pappy 23 starts at 5500 and goes up to 35000 So Crazy. just give you an idea. Well, so I think that a $100 raffle ticket yep. is, yes. is a fair, you know, <laughs> knowing that it goes to, and that's, that's kind of the, and let, let's be honest, like we've had these converse, internal conversations, like what's a, what's a fair price that people could say, I, you know, so we can leverage this incredible donation, right? But at the same time, people say, you know what, this is still a good value. And even if I don't get it, I feel good that I'm contributing to, to the, the scholarship fund. And so um, I think we settled on that nice, you know, yeah. $100. That's, that's, that's a good chunk of change for, um, you know, for, for a raffle. But I think it also offers fantastic value. Like you said, should you win the at minimum $5,500 bottle? Plus, let's not forget the other four bottles that – that are simply, I mean, right. uh, as as is it Mastercard used to say, one bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, fifty five hundred dollars. Knowing that you have contributed to the scholarship fund of the Harrington Foundation for Community Leaders, one hundred dollars. Four bottles of single barrel Buffalo Trace, selected by Joey Harrington, priceless. <laughs> priceless. There you go. That's right. Personally selected. Okay, I have a random football. I'm just going to corkscrew a random question in here because we have like two minutes, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the Ducks in our next Go. segment. But I was this is totally random, pertaining to nothing. I've always wondered this: if if you are scrambling for a first down, how hard is it to see or find the first down marker? Not hard at all. Why? Well, because I was watching KU. <laughs> And we're back there to my man, go. Jason Bean, my man, Jason Bean slid down. Like, I don't know the, the lack of awareness. Usually guys, you know, know exactly okay, when. On, to me, slide. Okay, look, so I assume that you're talking about running out of bounds. No, no, he's like middle uh, of the field. Kind of either. I mean, you know, okay. you have because to get it, a first down. So where do you, you, how do you know where to slide? Is it easy to know where to, I mean, once you're there and then you can slide down. I would say it is significantly easier. You said scrambling, and I assumed outside the pocket. Okay. Right? You have an idea of it's third and eight. You get outside the pocket, and you've looked at those sticks like, you know, four or five times before you snap the ball to know exactly where you got to go. You break the pocket, you know where you're going. Now all hell breaks loose, and you got some dude who's, you know, six three and three and a quarter trying to take your face off, and you slide left and, you know, duck around and slide up in the pocket. Now it's like, oh, God, I just got to run forward for my life. There's that moment of kind of fight or flight when you're in the middle of it that at times supersedes the idea of, okay, where are the sticks? Okay. But that, that sense has to come back. And here's the thing, like, if you know you have to get a first down and you know you're in the middle of the field and you're not quite sure if you're there, I'm not sliding. I'm diving. I'm going, I'm diving. I'm going head first. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm scrambling. It's third and eight. I'm kind of six yards in. I know I'm kind of near there. I'm going head first. Like I am diving to make sure that I get every, I am not going to slide because that is, you are, in essence, moving the ball backwards. If I'm not sure that I am past the the, the sticks, I'm not sliding. Okay. Because Kyler did it too. I was thinking of well, other and, examples. And it's so weird because. Weeks it, ago, remember? He, yeah, he did and it. And then he spiked it. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it, it cost him. It cost him. And it's, it's so subjective because it's where you start the slide. And so it's like where right. to, like. Yeah, you, that, you're, you're leaving it up for a lot of interpretation. But and, generally, you know where you're going. Particularly yeah. if you're headed towards the sideline, yeah. you can see you can see where it is. But if you're going to the sideline, you know exactly where it is. Yeah. If you're in the middle of the field, you have a general idea of where it is. Point. My point, though, is if you don't know exactly where it is, yeah, you, you better go. be going head you first dive. to get that thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Good answer. Okay. Let's talk about the Ducks. Bo Nix has been making the rounds, and he's stirring up all the fans at Georgia. More with Joey Harrington here on Football Fridays, courtesy of Mods PDX, next on The Fan. All right, back well, with Joey Harrington. Ducks taking on uh, Cal. I'm wondering, I'm going to ask you about Bo Nix in, in a moment, but, um, you know, when you played, could you feel a letdown game coming, or did they surprise you? Because this is certainly a letdown spot, potentially, for them. 
It's interesting you say that. Uh, could you feel a letdown game coming, you know, if you're playing – you know, if we were playing, I'm trying to think of even who it would have been. If you're if you're playing Portland State, maybe. Um, but once you get into this part of the season, it's no, you 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 really can't feel it coming. But I know all the things that you're going to say. You know, it's the coming off of a big win uh, against UCLA. It's having college game day there. It's being cracking into the top 10. It's Bo Nix now being talked about with the Heisman. It is like all these things that happened in this last week. And then you're going to play a team on the road. Um, that's not very good. That has historically, and let's just call it the last five years, dang near beat them last year, beat them two years ago probably should have beat them three, was it three years ago? I mean, this is, this is a Cal team that has played Oregon so tight over the last five years. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can absolutely understand the argument that this is the trap game. This is the letdown game. But I think what, like this honestly reminds me a little bit of um, kind of, I'll, I'll say our season in 2001 where you kind of got on a roll, right? Here's, here's what I've told people I could see happening. I could see, I could see it being a close game to start. I could, for all the reasons that we just talked about, right? It's, you're on the road, big win, uh, you know, a, a team that knows how to play you. And I could see it being close. But I think of like when we went, when we went to Utah State, middle of the year, my senior year, and we'd won a, you know, a bunch of games. We'd just come off a, a beating of, of Arizona. And it was close at halftime, and it took us a little while to just really lock in, and I think we ended up winning 38-21 or something like that. right? And it ended up being a game that, you know, at the second quarter you thought, oh, oh boy, like what's happened? But this is a team that – week to week ever since that Georgia game has addressed an issue and fixed an issue, right? Now, if this was a team that, you know, you kept saying, oh, God, you know, penalties week after week have just been the killer. Well, you know, maybe penalties come back and bite you in the butt at Cal. Oh, you, they haven't finished drives, you know, week after week. They're, they're not converting in the red zone. Well, you know what? Yeah, maybe this is the week it comes back to bite you. Ah, oh, Bo Nix has been turning the ball over left and right. they got to hold on to, you know, again, this could be the week that comes back to bite you. But every single one of those things was addressed immediately. That speaks to this coaching staff, right? This, that speaks to how they prepare. That speaks to how they, what they emphasize and how they, how they choose to run practice and get these guys focused in, right? I can see, like, the, the physical – emotional letdown happening after all these big things of the last week or two, but it's those details, the correct, you know, we talked one week about penalties. We talked one week about turnovers. Every single time we talked about it, the coaching staff has fixed that problem, right? Listening to coach Lanning talk this week, I wholeheartedly believe that even if there is some adversity early, that the way he has prepared this team and the way, the way that Bo is leading this team and playing, that this is not something that's going to be an issue come third and fourth quarter. And at the end of the day, right, if they win, you know, 49 to nothing or they win, you know, 31 to 17, it really doesn't matter, right? At this point, it's, it's win, survive, and advance to that next week when, when, when everything starts to build. Yeah, I was. I, I couldn't agree more. The The preparation thing is the one that really hit home for me because I've always said the hardest thing for me, or, and I just, my view in sports, is to flip the switch when it's off. You know, you see this whether you're blowing a team out and you got guys that kind of loosen the shoulder pads and you take off some tape and then, whoa, like you're in a game again. It's really hard to re relight that. And if you don't have that at the start of a game and you find yourself in a bit of a dogfight, you better have good leaders. You better have a team that's battle tested and resilient, because that's I, to me that's how letdowns happen. Is is you just find yourself kind of in in that kind of zombie mode, and then by the time you realize I got to get this in gear, it, that's that's real tough if you don't have good leaders that kind of stop that before it ever gets to critical mass. And and there's the question like I I can't think of a time 
And sure, have there been a drive or two or a couple? Of, sure. Yeah. But since that Georgia game where this team has been in zombie mode. No. When Bo Nix has been in zombie mode. Sure, yeah. have there been mistakes? Absolutely. Yeah. But that, 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 um, that sense of apathy yeah. that sometimes sets in, I, I haven't seen that this year. Yeah. And that, like you said, goes straight to the coaching staff and what an incredible job they have done, not only in their first year, but after that first game of their first year, when everything could have gone straight downhill, instead they said, here we go, fix this. Great, we fixed it. All right, here's the next problem, fix this. Like they've been so methodical in the way that they have approached this season and addressed the issues that need to be addressed. Like this is, this is as good a coaching job as I've, as I've seen in, in, in a long time with a team that, you know, pe- people said, I'm sure there are people out there who thought, you know, oh, Oregon's going to go to the national championship game, right? That, you know, this is, you know, the, the diehards out there. Realistically, this is a team that was picked, what, third in the conference? You know, I don't you know whether it, yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you, like, USC, that's, that's, UCLA, Oregon, Utah, somewhere. UCLA in was picked right. second? No, no, it was Utah. No, I'm just saying those are the four teams, no. and then it was kind of. It was Utah. Yeah, well, it was Utah and USC that everybody yeah. was talking about at the start of the year, right? USC yeah. because they loaded up, and Utah because they're defending champs. Like, Oregon was talked about being in, you know, they could be in the mix. You know, they could have, win a couple games, and, and, hey, you know, they win, you know, they, they get to nine wins, and that's great, and USC and Utah run. This is instead, because of the job this coaching staff has done, and because of the job that Bo Nix has done, that is sitting on top of the conference. And not only is the conference saying this is the team to beat, but the rest of the country is starting to say that this is the team to beat. So Bo Nix, you, you know, you put a microphone in front of Bo Nix and all hell breaks loose. And uh, <laughs> now he's got him in Georgia. He's got him all stirred up because he said something that to me seems pretty obvious, that if Oregon played Georgia again, we all know that the game would be much different. He did go on to say that he, that he thinks they would win the game, which – what's he supposed to say yeah. but he did say that yeah exactly yeah so so it's like i wonder what you think you know if they play again how close is that game i haven't watched georgia enough to make a <clears throat> to make a you know say a, a knowledgeable prediction about that um but i do think you know it, it, it's funny you know, uh, DTR last week says, you know, if we were play, you know, we played Oregon and do the things that we did, then you know, this game isn't close. And then Bo kind of says the same thing, you know, the next week. And you know, anyway, um, of course, it's, he's right that if Oregon plays Georgia again, the way that they have been playing the last few weeks, it's a it, it's a different ball game, right? It's a, it's a significantly closer ball game. I don't it, – it, it's also tough because that game against Georgia, like those first three drives literally put the, put the game on, a, on skates. Like it, it was punt, touchdown, pick, touchdown, pick, touchdown. And now you're down, three, you know, 21 nothing, and it's like, whelp, uh, you know, <laughs> let's, let's go to the second quarter. So I think that even within that game, the game itself, that – you know, there were things that happened. I, I don't, I, I would be curious to see because there was a massive difference between Georgia, the defending national champion and Oregon week one. I don't think there's a massive difference anymore. Um, could there still be a, a, a difference? I mean, yeah, but potentially, I mean, every year for the past, what we've seen um, the Cincinnati's and the, Oregon's or whoever it is, you know, get into that, that college football playoff and then, you know, play Georgia or play Georgia and play Alabama. And, you know, every year we hope that it's not the two SEC SEC teams, but with the exception of Clemson and Ohio state every once in a while, that's what it always ends up being. So does that difference still exist? Yeah, possibly. But I, you know, I don't think you can say that Bo is wrong and that the way that Oregon is playing now versus how they were playing week one produces a significantly different game does it produce a different result well we'll have to see if that happens at the end of the year there's not a competitive athlete alive that doesn't say that i always love this in in boxing or in in mixed martial arts or whatever you always get some dude who just he gets his head kicked off or you know tyson just obliterates someone and then the next day he's like well if we fight again what what do you want him to say 
Exactly. So <laughs> we, we make such a big deal out of this, but there is not a single quarterback, I believe, in the country that got done losing a game. Jason Bean right now for Kansas is like, hey. I want another shot at him. Like and who? And whoever. Well, they lost like three in a row. So in Oklahoma, they want another shot at Oklahoma. They want another shot at TCU. Everyone wants to have another shot. And to me, if I had a quarterback, especially the quarterback, the leader of my team, that didn't feel like he could go out and win me a game, even if we got embarrassed last time, I don't want him as my quarterback. It's interesting you say that because there were definitely a few times in my career at Detroit where I was like, yeah, <laughs> if we played him again, I don't know that we could beat him. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was the could. Lions. You were, with, you were for the Lions, though. Yeah. Everybody knew you couldn't. <laughs> we're about six injuries deep at wide receiver, and I got a couple of, and I'm playing like garbage. Let's, uh, what, we got a three-point loss? Sounds good. Let's hit the plane, fellas. Yeah, we played the defending national champs my junior. We played Florida State, like Chris Winkie and Peter Warwick and those guys. And I remember after that game, that was definitely one of those, like, eh, you know. <laughs> play again, nah, lose by 50 for, you again. You know what, we're right. We don't need to play again. You know, this was close enough. Let's thumbs up and we'll move it down the road. They're really good. That's awesome. <laughs> Have fun, guys. <laughs> well, it would be fun to see Oregon-Georgia again. but um, yeah. We'll, Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, I, I think for, for just the reason, like, I want to have a measuring stick yeah. for the improvement that yeah, Oregon right. has made, right? right? Because it is so obvious the difference between week one and what week are we in eight? You know, um, it, but but I I want to have a measuring stick, and you know, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't happen until you make that fourteen playoff at the end. All right, sir. Uh, great stuff. Congrats on the bourbon. That's going to be awesome. We'll keep people posted on that, and um, we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. Joey Harrington each Friday on The Fan brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Rolling Stone ranks the top 100 horror movies of all time. Mm. What is the top horror movie? The Isaac Robb sex video. <laughs> A little offsides, but uh, <laughs> we'll have the club next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.